Hello, I am Dr. Brandy Bowling, your triple board certified pediatrician, adult psychiatrist, and child and adolescent psychiatrist. I am also an ADHD expert, a mommy friend, a school liaison, author of the best-selling book, Shine, Understanding ADHD So Your Child Can Be a Star, and host of the Facebook live stream, Focus on It Friday. You can find me at Dr. Brandy B, that's D-R-B-R-A-N-D-I-B, on all social media platforms. Or you can call my office, which is 205-948-7129. It is my goal that all children and adults will be successful and that they will shine in the classroom and in life. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you have a joke? I might have a joke. I might have a joke. You ready for it? You ready? Oh, you ready for the joke? Tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is red and bad for your teeth? What's red and bad for your teeth? A knuckle sandwich. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> a brick. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You were close. My were close. turn. Okay, okay. My friend from Prague mm-hmm. is a writer. Okay. He likes to use spell check. Get oh, it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I don't know if I want to get it, but I got it. Oh my God. Edward T. Bowser is a veteran communicator and storyteller who has a passion for serving his community. A native of Portsmouth, Virginia, Edward spent nearly a decade as an editor at the Courier-Journal newspaper in Louisville, Kentucky, before moving to Birmingham, Alabama in 2009. While in Birmingham, Edward honed his social media, marketing, and media relations skills as a member of local advertising agencies, Lucky & Company, and Big Communications, serving as the digital voice of Valvoline, one one of the nation's largest oil and lubricant manufacturers, while working at the latter. Edward also spent several years at AL.com, Alabama's largest news site, where he worked as a social media manager and comments moderator, as well as writing an award-winning column that focused on faith, social justice, and the black community. Edward was recruited by Birmingham Mayor Randall Woodfin's administration in March of 2018 to serve as Deputy Director of Communications, where he works as manager of the city's Birmingham, the city of Birmingham's social media challenge, channels, as well as Mayor Woodfin's speechwriter and communications consult. A huge music and pop culture fan, Edward is founder of SoulInStereo.com, a one-stop shop 
for hip-hop and R&B album reviews, commentary, career analyses, and even relationship advice. He manages the Soul in Stereo Cypher Facebook group, a thriving community where Soul in Stereo fans meet online to talk about their music passions. SoulInStereo.com also teams with YouKnowIGotSoul.com, one of the largest outlets for R&B discussion on the web, for the Soul Back Podcast, a weekly look at all things R&B. So, my man Ed. My unk, Iva, what's going on? I want you to dig back in your memories and think of your first or fondest memory and I'm going to do the same. Okay, now this is tough. I was thinking about just driving over because there were so many people since I've been here in Birmingham that uh-huh. I felt like I've always known and I can't remember <laughs> when I met these brothers and sisters. Uh huh. And my Uncle Iva is one of them. I just feel like I have always known this brother. Right. Um, One of the things, and I told you this maybe a year or so ago, that I've always held near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. So I was working at AL.com, as we just discussed, and I was, um, you know, talking about writing columns and talking about the development and things that were going on in the city. Well, Iva was one of the people that said, look, this is great, but you got to get beyond downtown. You got to get in the hood. You got to get in to see what's actually going on in these black communities, these communities that are being ignored. And at the time, I was fresh to the city. My perspective was just downtown, some other places. I, you know, I was a member of a church in Powderly. I was doing some things, but I wasn't in the heart of it. I wasn't with the people. And through Iva's kind of his coaxing, that's when I got and I really was able to touch what was actually going on in the city. And my love and heart for the city grew. So I always thank my <laughs> Uncle Ivan for putting me on and helping me to get closer to the heart of Birmingham. I have two things in mind. One was um, when the mayor tapped you to his administration. Yes. Um, and I, and I have this, you know, I have a feeling of happiness for some people Mm -hmm. and I have a sense of pride for others. And just like you said, thinking about the fact that you weren't from here. Right. And yet you made yourself a part of the fabric to it, to the extent where Randall was like, I want him to be my voice. Right. That made me proud. That made me proud. And the earliest, of course, is still. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, man, it's like that's where, um, if I remember correctly, that's where we met that's where I fell in love with this dude, and that's where our friendship started. Yes, and I totally forgot about that. That, yeah. I think, was the genesis of that. <laughs> it sure is. Man, but yeah, it's been a long ride, but I've been very grateful to have Iva as one of the people in my corner that's always just kind of like, you know, 
Big Unk looking over the shoulder, and I always appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. Now, what I want you to tell me mm-hmm. about the parents that had this little boy named Edward, <laughs> and I want to hear about how he got to college and and through college and then his first job. Definitely. Let us get to know you. So my parents, of course, the very lovely Dorothy Bowser, George Bowser, um, natives of Portsmouth, Virginia. And shout out to Unc for pronouncing it right. Portsmouth, not Portsmouth. (laughs) He got it right. I was like, that's my guy. I'm a Navy guy, so that's why I know. So Portsmouth is next door to Norfolk, Virginia, which is a Navy town. So um, as he was saying, um, my dad is a... He had a trucking business and really he just retired recently. I mean, he's one of those blue collar brothers that get up at 4 a.m. Even now, if I come visit, if I ain't out that bed at eight o'clock, they knocking on the door. <laughs> you sleeping the day away. Yeah. They're yeah. just that kind of those type of people. And my right. mom is a librarian. That's where I get my love of books, my love of writing. OK. To this day, y'all, I, we, we be like, you can retire. She's she's been at the library I think almost 40 years now. Oh, wow. And she's getting close to that. And she's just, she loves her job. And we're like, you know, you can retire. She don't want to retire. She wants to work. She wants to stay committed. And she's just a gym. So a lot of their work ethic has has been really my guiding light over these years. And, of course, I am a graduate of Norfolk State University, HBCU, of course, in Virginia. My dad is a graduate of that university as well. So that was always in me to just continue to learn more about our culture and get all the education that I can. Yeah. I was at Norfolk State and through an incredible internship program, I was sent to Louisville, Kentucky. And what was going to be a summer internship turned out to be a 10-year gig. Yeah. And that's where I met my wife, a Birmingham native, and then she came home in 2009, and now I'm here with y'all. So that's how it happened. That's how it happened. Now, I know that you love what you do, and you do it well. Appreciate that. But if you weren't in writing, communications, if you weren't in that space— what was the road untraveled? Man. What what was it a, a were you gonna be a rapper or what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like for real. What was your dream? Like when you was young, like I'm a spit. Y'all, <laughs> y'all will not believe this. Listen to these rappers today. I'm like, man, I should have spit because I can do better than half of y'all. <laughs> right. But the job that I always thought and my parents just couldn't believe when I shifted to journalism was I wanted to be do y'all know what a herpetologist is? No. You remember? I cro- can't believe I have to admit I don't know something. You remember my <laughs> man, the crocodile hunter? Yeah. I wanted to be the black crocodile hunter. That's what I wanted to be. So I can dig that. <laughs> I can dig that. Yeah. So a herpetologist is a um a biologist who studies reptiles, amphibians, and stuff like that. And my dream was to have my own TV show. And so I see crocodile and I'm like, man, he stole that from me. That's what I was gonna do. <laughs> and all through like co- um high school, even I was applying to colleges, like that is what I was gonna that was gonna be my major. Yeah. But shout out to a very lovely woman, Miss Judith Temple in twelfth grade. I took journalism as an elective for the easy A. I ain't going front. Did wow. it for the easy A because writing always came easy to me. 
And I, she somehow, I think my um, English teacher from the year before had put her on game and was like, yo, make this dude the editor of the paper. I don't know anything about nothing. And Miss Temple was like, I'm going to make you the editor of this paper. It completely changed my trajectory. I changed all of my college applications. I'm like, I want to do this for real. And that was what put me on this path. That is so cool. Man, you don't know what God has for you because I would have never guessed. And that was, if I hadn't brought it, if I was going to say a third thing, Mm -hmm. but I was going to hold it, but now you brought it up, I have to say it. When I found out that you were a minister in your youth's, in your church's youth, man, I tell you, it's like, I, I don't, when we met, I wasn't like that. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, really, I went to church, but I wasn't in the church. I wasn't, I didn't have that relationship with Christ. There's a difference for sure. And once I did, and then I saw you, I was like, that makes sense. (laughs) Because I've always seen somewhat of a calling on you. Hmm. And, you know, I think we're all called, not, we're not all called to the pulpit, but we're all called to different areas of ministry. And And when I saw that you worked with young people I thought nothing could be more perfect than that. I'm so glad you said that. And that has been my passion. And I have worked with young people in Virginia. I worked with them when I was in Louisville, Kentucky. And, of course, here. I call them my kids. But, man, these kids about 20 years old now. They driving me around. They taking me to dinner. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But they, they have been so special in my life. And ministry is something that's always been since, man, I guess I was like 13 years old or so. Really? I've been working in it. And as I've gotten older, it's been youth ministry focusing on that. And even though my kids are old now, they're, some are in Atlanta, some are working, some are working at City Hall. Um, but many of them are off doing their thing. I'm so proud and just so happy to be part, a small part of their story. That's awesome. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about um, your Two jobs, I guess. But first, how can people find you on social media? And, you know, where, where are your fam- fam- favorite hangouts on social media? Get, say the um, podcast, I mean, the um, the blog again, but also your personal Man, social media. I'm going to run through it real quick because your boy is everywhere. Sold in stereo. <laughs> you don't have to run through it. Well, I got to take your time. Yeah. Take your time. All right. Uncle said I'm taking my time with it. <laughs> Soulinstereo.com. If you love music, if you love talking about music, if you love talking about movies, if you love talking about anything pop culture, that is your spot. Soulinstereo.com. Go check that out. Last year this time, we started a YouTube page. So for we're a year running on that. Soulinstereo.com on YouTube. We talking the same crazy stuff, just having fun. You can just see it visually. So those are two. You can find me on Facebook under my name, Edward T. Bowser. Twitter is E.T. Bowser. Instagram is Edward Bowser. I don't mess with the rest of them. But if you love podcasts, I would suggest the Soul Back Podcast. That is with in collaboration with my boys from you know I got soul.com where we talk R&B and we have we love 90s, we love 80s. So if you love that vibe, 
Come listen to the old dudes talk about the good stuff. We're going to hit you with that stuff. And the one last place, it's the Soul and Stereo Cypher on Facebook. So I know there are a lot of Facebook groups. I know some of them are crazy. I know they be stretching you out. This group is all fun all the time. Very low, very low maintenance, chill, just folks hanging out. We're a group of about 1,000 folks. It's so much fun. Soul and Stereo Cypher on Facebook. Come hang with your boy. Hello, I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee. Miles College Provost and Senior Vice President of Academic Affairs. And I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four-year HBCU. We offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future. What's your favorite charity? Man, my favorite charity. As And I don't want to be like, I do a whole bunch of stuff because then it sounds pretentious. But <laughs> there are just so many folks in Birmingham that serve so well. Um, man, what is the... Um, it just flew right out of my head. Most of my work is just directly through churches, to be honest. Yeah. And I hate to name names, but so many of our local churches have lots of youth ministries. So I'd like to I just like to lift up those people that our guests want to lift up. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So yeah, any anytime you see an organization out there that's supporting our young people, whether it's the rock, whether it's um, any of these ministries out here that's doing it, y'all just support because they are doing their boots on the ground with our young people. And there's so much that goes unsaid. I mean, there are things that we're like, oh, when it comes to the stuff they need, we think we know. These folks are directly connected with them. So I would always, when people ask, make sure you find a good faith ministry that's working with these folks, touching them. Not saying anything against the big ones like the Red Cross and mm-hmm. know where you put the money directly back in the community. I love it. Trying to be a little political there, um, but you feel what I'm saying. <laughs> I do feel what you said. I always say the same thing. Well, if um, you don't answer one of these questions, you have to donate some um, money to the Rocks Ministry. <laughs> but they're easy, so I'm, I'm not worried about it. Cool. Let's start out with Regents Park or Rickwood Field. Ooh, can I say Rick Wood? Can All I right. do Rick Wood? All right. Shout out to Rick Wood. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? I love both, but you're more likely to catch me chilling at Railroad Park. I'm going to go across the Red Cat and then chill in there a little bit. So, Railroad Park. Red Cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on the corner. Yeah, yeah right okay. on the corner. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Protective Stadium? Or Legacy Arena? Y'all gonna get me, but I'm a Legacy Arena guy. That's where I go. That's They got my shows. We just went over there to see um, WWE the other week. Gotta do Legacy Arena. Time out. What's going on in WWE right now? Like, who the champ? Who the champ? Yeah. Roman Reigns got, like, all the belts. He got okay, all the belts. Okay, Roman Reigns, the man. Yeah, so he the man right now. So Okay. Um, they had a show over in Legacy Arena a few weeks ago. We went there and checked it out. Crazy time as always. So I've only since I was young. I've only been once since it's been the spectacle that it is. I gotta go again. Go soon. again. It's a, it's next level. It's yeah, crazy. yeah, man. Crossplex or Legion Field? 
Man, I'm going to say Crossplex. Shout out to my boy Ruben Perez, who holds it down at the Crossplex. Okay. I just met him at Classic. Big Rube, that's my guy. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Um, I'm going to say Vulcan Park. Sloss, I love Sloss, but I've been to Sloss a million times. I get lost every time trying to park at Sloss. All so right. I'm going to do Vulcan Park. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? <clears throat> just kind of, again, I'm just going with my stomach because if I go to if I go to McWayne uh-huh. and go across the street right quick to Pazitz, so I'm going to go with McWayne. Barons or Squadron? I feel like I got to say Squadron, but the heart says Barons. <laughs> Legion or Stallions? All right. Got to hammer down with that. Got to hammer down. Hammer down. <laughs> Alabama or Auburn? Now listen, my <laughs> my wife is on the other side of this door, so I got to say Alabama. Roll sleep- time. Yes, I got to make sure I'm not sleeping outside tonight. But I'm still I'm still trying to get you up on the ropes. So let's try State or A and M. Ooh, see now that was tough. Mm, I, I knew I pulled one out the rabbit. I had to stumble a little bit. I'm gonna say State <laughs> only because some of my kids go to State, so I got to support there. All right. Um, Big Year Tupac. Oh, now that ain't even a question. Big Papa all day. <laughs> Who the goat, man? Who is the goat? The goat is Big Papa. I don't care that he had two albums. I don't care. Spit, spit your your argument. I will give you now. This. Here, this is for Sebastian Cole, <laughs> who has given the best argument thus far for anybody, and. I know nephew finna tear it up. So tell us why Biggie is the GOAT. You're going to hear this right now because the argument I always hear is Biggie only had two albums he won't around. I dared you to find find me two albums better than Biggie's albums. Tell me in the past 25 years why he is still referenced, why his flow is still copied, why he is still sampled to this day more than anybody else. And no respect to the, any of the other legends. But he did more with two albums in four years than people with 20 and 25 year careers. He is the GOAT, no question. Mmm. So anybody else want to come with an argument? We got a hell of an argument <laughs> for Big Papa. We got a hell of an argument for Wheezy. So I'm going to put together my... I saw something the other day. I'm going to put together my argument for... Um, Andre 3000. I, I ain't mad. To me. I will put Andre over Wheezy. No offense. <laughs> but I will. I ain't mad at Andre. All right, then. Now, um, I wanted to ask your... Oh, yeah. What's your zodiac sign? Mm-hmm. I am a Scorpio all day with all the good and bad characteristics. What does that mean? I ask this question, but I don't know what signs are. So what does that... What does that say about you? What so, is your sign? Um, I'm not huge into it, but yeah. because of what I've been told from my fellow Scorpios, we are very passionate, which I am, okay. very outspoken, which we can be. We can be low-key, but then we'll turn up when we need to be. And it's also one of these things where like, we can be like, you don't want to mess with us too much because we'll lay in the cut. But then you push us too far. Don't push me because I'm, I'm close to the edge. One of them type of things. Gotcha. Now... I got to ask this one last question because you might be able to answer it. Okay. What's your favorite pair of Jordans? 
<sighs> and what does it? And you'll have to describe them if you, because I you can't say the threes and I know what that is. Well, see, I was gonna say the twos, and nobody likes the twos but me. I feel like I'm the only ones, and that it's hard to describe them if you haven't seen them because they aren't common. Okay, but I like them because they are just unique. And whenever people see them, they're like, oh, what are those? But in a good way, not like, yeah. what are those? They're like, oh, those are dope. Okay, they, I'm going to go look up the twos tonight. They don't look like the traditional Jordans. They're a little bit boxier, for lack of a better term. Okay. But I just, they come in great colors. My favorite is the, um, I got this beige and gold color that I, brought, I, I throw out every once in a while. Yeah. Always eye catch. Oh. It's my favorite. I can't even believe I didn't say this earlier. I scratch everything I said about my favorites. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Because my favorite is your Halloween, dude. (laughs) He's the Halloween goat. You and my friend Karen Martis are the Halloween goats, dog. I appreciate that. Those costumes, I be working on them. It's like July when I work on those things. I'm looking at your twos. Yeah, I do remember those. I yes, I'm, I'm a twos guy. Nobody likes the twos. I like but the I twos. Rock with them. I rock with them. Man, so um, are you already planning your um, your Halloween for for this year? I got a couple ideas. Got a couple of ideas. So what? You got to come with me. You got to give me a couple of ideas early. Maybe I'll do the ones you did before, but it was like last minute before. Yeah, and you know you got to really. Buy your, it's all about the props. You got to get the props and you have to have time. I start working on it in July. Yeah. And then I go through until like, definitely by September, I'm straight. So you take some months now. You can't, you can't be October the 2nd talking about what we going to do because I can't help you. Yeah. So you got to get it in. But yeah, I can help you. I'm your guy. Yeah. Now, um, first I want to talk about your love of hip-hop music um your your blogs i have a i I have to be very honest i'm actually not really a music guy Mm -hmm. you know like so i when i do see you post something i'm really interested in what you have to say about it because i really only hear beats and hooks right you know i'm just keeping it real if it ain't catchy (laughs) i'm not finna sit there and spit every line you know right Talk about that passion and how it led to you um, doing a blog and becoming so popular in that blog and on Twitter and all that kind of Tell us how many fans and followers each has because this is going to surprise a lot of people. Man, I am so proud of SoulAndStereo.com. We get 60,000 views a week. Like it's the growth That's has been crazy. insane, and it's so crazy that it's just me, just you know, talking crazy on social media. Yeah, so it's really grown. So really quickly, the way this happened again, I've always been a fan of writing. I've always been a fan of reading. Comes naturally from my mom, who's a librarian. Um, but as far as my my love of hip hop, that's another thing that's been ingrained in me all the time. I credit my cousin, who um I grew up, and she had like. Um, run DMC posters on her wall. And uh-huh. I was like, these are coolest looking brothers I ever seen. <laughs> so I, I I was just like listening to it almost by osmosis. Hip hop was around me. And yeah. then 
I would say it was early high school, 93, 94, is when I bought my first CD Walkman thing that you hold around. Yeah. And I don't know if you, shout out to the old heads, remember this, Columbia House Music. Yeah. So you could get <laughs> like 12 CDs for a penny. Man, I had, I did that at like my house, my grandmama's yes. house. <laughs> You know, back then it was about the address. So yes. I had it, I had those little cassettes coming to some everybody house. I had it in my house and my grandma's house, <laughs> and I would get them for three for it. Would, they have deals like buy one get three free or something like that. Yep. Man, I amassed a huge collection, and that's I still have all of them to, to that's this day. Awesome. That's kind of what grew my love, and I was always a fan. And in I'd say maybe 2008, 2009, when the blog bloom, boom became to happen. Uh-huh. Um, my wife, she had a, a a blog at the time. It was called Georgia May, named after her grandmother. Okay. And I was like an editor, but I wasn't writing. And I was like, would you mind if I wrote like some stuff for your blog? She's like, sure, go on and write. And and she'll have a different take of this story, but <laughs> I was writing and doing reviews and doing relationship columns and all this stuff. And she was like, you just taking over my blogs. How about you have my blog? I go start another thing, which would become her business, CJ Wright. The Georgia May blog would turn into Soul and Stereo. And here we are. And we've been able to like do just album reviews. People love the album rankings. Well, I'll take somebody like Wheezy, for example. Yeah. I'll listen to every one of his albums. I'll rank them from top to bottom. Um, we have some artists that'll come through and submit music and interviews on the podcast. It's been a blessing to see it really, really grow. And I'm very proud of it. And I'm proud of our fans for just listening to it and supporting it and sharing it and being excited to hear what I'm going to say. Like when... If Rihanna's for performing at the Super Bowl, everybody texting me and is like, we need to know what your thoughts are. I'm like, what you worried about what I think? You're probably going to be mad, <laughs> but go ahead. So it's fun, and I'm happy to just talk about the things we love. So what are your thoughts on Rihanna <laughs> being on the, on the Super Bowl? Oh, you going to get me canceled <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> I, I'll be polite because I'm being good today. So, okay. It was what I expected because I, we love Rihanna and we all love Rihanna. Rihanna is never a big singer. She was never a big performer. Like she was, she she makes, you know, catchy songs for the studio. She's not Janet. She ain't Beyonce. She ain't backflipping. So what we got was what we got. And I know, you know, people are like, but she's pregnant. Leave her alone. No, you know, I'm not. No shout out to the fetus. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to the baby. But, you know, she did her little thing and walked back and forth on the Mario Brothers platforms floating in the air. It was pretty. Yeah. But it won't all that to me. But if you had fun, I'm glad you had fun. I was eating my little nachos. I dug the I dug the platforms. Oh, I that, did too. That was it really looked cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. But, but then it, it just went. I went from platforms to looking at her belly like it's. Wait, is she pregnant? Yes. <laughs> and my and wife, that's where I, I kind of stayed for the rest of the performance. Well, wife, no, about midway, I was like, no, nah, she's definitely pregnant. And then we everybody hit social media. You know social media. <laughs> and everybody, my wife was like, she's pregnant. I was like, you going to say that? But this black man ain't going to get on social media talking about she look pregnant. Right, Y'all right. Y'all ain't get me in trouble. Well, I did. I think I was the first one to say it. Because somebody said, you're not supposed to say that. And then right after everybody stopped, but I was like, no, 
That's not the last baby there. No, no. That <laughs> it won't. was too much, too round. And you know she what was I'm rubbing saying? on it and sort of showing it off. But yeah. I was just like, I'm going to let her announce it. Y'all ain't going to get me in trouble. Talking <laughs> about I fat shame that girl. No, we good. So when you are in your your best place, mm-hmm. you know, it's in it, it when you're blogging and writing and everything. But your second best place ain't a bad place either. (laughs) (laughs) And what is your favorite, you know, your best city hall, you know, either thing or memory or something you you wrote or what give give me your fondest city hall memory or thought that lets us see it. Your eyes, man. I think the fondest thing. It's hard to pick one, but I can just. I, I, I don't. I'm gonna take credit well, for it. Well, do too. You I'm, get, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna limit you. I'm, go I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and like take a little bit of credit. So, okay. um, there are lots of initiatives that comes out of City Hall, and the way my role is, I'm kind of a black background player. Yeah. I do a lot of stuff. You know, I can I stay in the shadows, stay in the cut. G's moving silence like lasagna, all that stuff. That's right. But one of the things I'm most proud of recently is our Page Pals initiative. It's through the Department of Youth Services. Please. So yes, tell us more. That initiative, um, it was uh, it was brought to Mayor Whitman's attention that our young people, third graders, their reading needed to be improved, and mm-hmm. it was a critical time for those young people because. If they lose the comprehension there, they're like on a downward trajectory. They start building a prison cell for them. You don't get me started on that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So this was a critical time to get them. So um, shout out to Galvin Billups. The Department of Youth Services came to us, was trying to figure out what we can do. And we brainstormed. And I was like, look, let's do this thing, page piles, where we take these um, adults we put them in the classroom and we give our children incentives to read. I think if we have something fun, we give them a little thing like we used to have back in the day with the um the book it, the book it thing with the pizza and you can like read a couple books mm-hmm. and get some free pizza. Kids like a little bit of reward. That's so right. Let's make it fun. Let's have some recognizable faces, whether it be Mayor Whitfin, maybe the people from the Alabama team, local celebrities, just local faces, even teachers and parents coming through and sharing the love of reading with our young people. And that's one of the initiatives that really, really grown and we've gotten pine in the past year or so. So I'm very grateful to be one of the linchpins of that kind of starting in the background to get that rolling. We're in year two, and we're doing very, very well. So that's a big one that I'm very proud of personally because, again, like I keep saying, I'm a child of a librarian. I understand the power of reading. I wouldn't be here without it. So it's important to put that upon them. So I would say for the city initiatives, that might be one of my favorite. For Mayor Woodson, man, I done wrote so many speeches. I think one of my favorites that I wrote was for the Human Rights Commission. Um, mm-hmm. He had a huge um, positive reaction to that one. And I just talked a little bit. I mean, just keep it real. When it comes to speech writing, I sit down with Mayor Whitman, like, hey, what you want to say? We have a long time connection, so he can just kind of rattle off some stuff. I, I receive it, write a few notes. I remember I threw a little bit of James Baldwin in that one and just had some fun with it and talked about Birmingham's legacy of acceptance. And that's what the speech really was built upon. And it was very well received. He was happy with it. Apparently, it was beloved there, too. So 
And again, it's not even just for kudos, but for my job, if I'm able to echo whatever message he has, I know I did a job well done. So that was one that I was proud of. Well, those are all monumental. And I know your mother and father are proud. Thank you. Thank you, huh? But they should also be proud of you at Christmas time <laughs> because if you want to see Edward Bowser, you got to check out the mayor's social media around Christmas time. Oh my God. That's all him and the mayor. So is Christmas your favorite holiday or if not, what is? Well, I mean, it, Christmas is my favorite holiday. I think y'all know what number two is. Shout out to Halloween <laughs> and the costumes. But yeah, man, that that's all Mayor Woodfin. Mayor Woodfin came in my office last year, well, year before last, and was like, I want to have some fun this year. And whenever he says that, I know we about to be in trouble. So I said, <laughs> all right, what are we going to do? So he was like, let's just like have fun with some of our favorite movies. And I was like, okay. And, man, people loved it. So this I past year. I love those, man. I love them. He hit me up on Thanksgiving. What are we doing this year? I was like, we doing it again? <laughs> and we did it again. We did it again. So it's it's a ball. Good. Now, I have one last thing to bring out. Okay. And I want you to answer the question and tell us why. Mm -hmm. And I think in it and through this interview, I have shown how much I know my nephew. <laughs> yes. If you had a superpower. Oh, my God. <laughs> what superpower would you choose and why? And you got to talk about your little your figurines thing. You got the collection. I got to bring it all out. So I post it on social media every once in a while. If you stop by, come to the third floor of City Hall. You can come and ask for Edward Bowser, Deputy Director of Communications. I need to go to his office. Funko Pops. If y'all don't know Funko Pops, they're like little two, three inch little figures of um, and they got just about everybody. I just a few years ago, I'm like, I'm going to collect black superheroes. So I have almost this shrine at this point to <laughs> black superheroes in my office. Come on by. You can check it out. I'd be happy to show it. Sometimes I'll show new pictures on social media. But if I had to have a power, you know what I want to do? Shout out to X-Men. I want to be Nightcrawler. I want to teleport because I like traveling. But I don't like traveling. <laughs> you just want to be there. I want to be there. So let me think in my head, oh, I want to be in Maui. But oomp, and I'm there. Like, I would love to just be able to bounce back and forth. And I'd be good, man. I could just skip traffic. Man, that's all I need. I'm a simple brother. Just give me that. I want to thank my nephew, Edward Bowser, from Portsmouth, Virginia, for joining us. Got it right. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, our 360 News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless. Hey, I'm Charles Barkley. Call for a Redmond and water at bars and restaurants throughout the great state of Alabama. Redmond Vodka. Available at select ABC stores and package stores. Redmond Vodka is eight times distilled, gluten-free, and is made from non-GMO corn. Looking to support a local business? Redmond Distilling is Alabama proud and minority-owned. Learn more online at redmonddistilling.com.